Hi everyone and welcome to the Effortless Weddings podcast. My name is Heidi, I'm your host, a marriage celebrant in Melbourne, and each week I talk to a wedding industry professional about how we can help you with planning your wedding. Not anyone else's idea of a wedding, your wedding, an event that is meaningful to you. We guide you through figuring out what that means with the aim of making it all completely effortless. Today, I chat with Katie from Immerse in the Yarra Valley, a family-owned boutique winery, acclaimed restaurant, and wedding venue situated on a stunning property. The Miles family are passionate about great food, wine, and creating lifelong memories for their couples. Featuring 20 rooms for guest accommodation, including a bridal suite, two chapels, an outdoor ceremony location, delicious menu options, and a full team of experienced professionals, you can be sure that your wedding day will be one of your dreams. So welcome, Katie, to the Effortless Weddings podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. So you're not just a venue, though, are you? Can you tell me about the range of services you offer wedding couples? Yeah, it's a lot. It's, um, <laughs> we're, we're a busy place. Um, so yeah. we do weddings. Um, we do um, probably predominantly weddings, but then we also mm. have a lunch service that we run on Saturdays and Sundays, um, which yep. means that our wedding couples can come in and do a menu tasting, um, taste mm-hmm. the menu um, and things like that. Um, we have a cellar door, which we run again on Saturdays and Sundays. Uh, and then we also do conferences. So Wow. Covering a lot yeah. of things there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We like to and keep busy, like to keep us on our toes. Yeah, well, that's the way to do it, I think. <laughs> and you offer accommodation options as well, is that right? We do, yeah. So the accommodation uh, is only for our wedding couples. Um, we mm-hmm. don't offer that out to the general public um, just because it kind of ended up like with the general um, public. We were like, you can come in on a Friday in July and that's about it for the year. So <laughs> instead of doing it just for private functions, um, our mm. weddings have exclusive use of the accommodation. There's 20 rooms. Um, we don't actually take any bookings. We give them um, all of the accommodation. They can take as much or as little as they like um, and then they allocate it how they like. So if they have, you know, international or interstate guests, they can give them mm. first preference. You know, you can also group people together. Um, so the lake house is generally where we kind of recommend if they want to carry on the party after the wedding, they, yeah. they do that over there. So we let them put their kind of rowdy bunch over in that section. Um, so it's kind of all up to them how much they take and um, they don't have anyone else staying on site, even if there are rooms left yeah. over. Oh, that's fantastic. And yeah, we've all got a rowdy bunch in our families, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and making sure, you know, that you might have, um, you know, someone with a newborn, maybe doesn't want to be, you know, quite yeah. as close to the rowdy bunch or something like that. Um, so it just yeah. kind of gives them the they want to do it, I guess. So many options. I love it. You're pretty much catering to everybody there. We try to. We kind of want to have everything in the one space. Um, I yeah. guess we're kind of creating um, as much of a stress-free day mm-hmm. and lead up as possible. Um, yeah. So they don't have to worry about, um, you know, having to organise transport or anything like that. Um, you know, they're already yeah. here. We do still have couples. We have kind of like a little loop around the property that they can do. So we have couples still getting beautiful cars and things like that so that they can drive up Mm. to the chapel and have that beautiful entrance. Um, Mm. Yeah, just a bit more comfortable. Um, They're right on site. So if they're worried about anything, you know, we're we're there. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. How large is the property? We're at about 49 acres. Um, Wow, plenty of room. Yeah, lots of space. <laughs> uh, about half of it is under um, vines, also like it's mm-hmm. vineyard. Um, yeah. We've got over 2,000 roses on site um, and pretty wow. large gardens. Um, yeah. So 
kind of also wanted to have a diversity of photo options as well instead of kind yeah. of having one photo shot that's really beautiful um, we've yeah. tried to create different kind of photo opportunities like we have a beautiful little love swing by our lake and beautiful bridges and archways of wisteria um, so kind of lots of photo opportunities to kind of mix it up so you have lots of different photos rather than just kind of one standard shot yeah that's stunning i love that the sound of the love swing oh i can just imagine like a dress flowing off the back of the swing that would just be beautiful it is it's so fun and it's got our beautiful lake behind it um so sunset yeah. shot kind of get that reflection of the lake um it's got kind of growing um vines that yep. go up the side so it's got kind of all the greenery and then it's got the roses all around it so you can kind of get like 360 degree photos around it too so it's fun to yeah. see what photographers do with it it's always fun yeah you know we love working with our recommended suppliers because we know how awesome they are but it's also yeah. fun seeing new people and seeing the new shots that they create that we haven't yeah. seen before being like absolutely. oh wow like, like we've never thought to shoot it that way yeah absolutely yeah. so and in terms of where to have the ceremony uh, you've got a few options there as well don't you yeah, so we have three different ceremony locations. Um, mm -hmm. We have got our vineyard chapel, which is probably um, where most of our weddings happen, uh, which is an yep. indoor chapel. Um, mm -hmm. We then have the garden chapel, which we recently actually renovated. Um, and so it's kind of rustic um, and it's covered, but it's still yeah. open air. So all of the sides are all open. So you still have that ideal, um, that like outside feel and that yeah. backs onto the lake again. So you've got the lake in the background. Um, and then we've got the paddock, which is um, essentially a big paddock <laughs> um, that overlooks. We've then got our vineyard, um, sleeping vineyard, which goes up a hill behind it. Um, yeah. So setting up there as well. So we've kind of got okay. the outdoor option, the semi-outdoor option, and then your indoor option. Um, yeah. So Again, covering all your bases. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so you would only have one wedding per day on the property. So for example, if there was a, terrible weather storm comes through as tends to happen in Melbourne. They can choose to relocate the ceremony to the chapel if it was in the paddock, for example. Yeah, correct. Um, so we, we do have an intimate wedding package, um, mm -hmm. which is for smaller weddings. Mm -hmm. um, and that can happen during the day, kind of between like 11 and 2.30. It's a much smaller yep. package. So that's mm -hmm. the only time that we really have two weddings on, um, but they're yep. still on different times. So the, yeah. the couple raffle package in the afternoon, they have exclusive use of the property from the start of their ceremony. So yep. there might be something on before that um but mm -hmm. absolutely you know we're generally looking up kind of the week of the wedding and looking around yeah. and being like okay what's it looking like and you mm. know it's not just thunderstorms like if it's really hot then yes. you know you don't want to be standing out in the blistering no. sun <laughs> you know um so the chapel has four air conditioners in it um yeah. so very temperature controlled um you know yeah. in the summer we definitely have it blasting from you know early in the morning so you kind of walk in and it's an icicle we always yeah. find it awkward if you're like sweating during your vows, looking like really anxious. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And nobody ever seems to have like anything to dab you with. <laughs> you know, I love when you have like the, and you never really want to either, like as a, it's same when like if someone has a bit of a, you know, tear in the middle of their vows, you don't really yeah. want to run up and kind of like, you know, yeah. hand the tissue. So it is always helpful to have, you know, a bridesmaid or someone just kind of to the side who can kind of, you know, yeah. slip, a little, slip a little tissue over. Yeah, <laughs> that's if the air conditioning and everything else hasn't already got you covered so <laughs> exactly yeah mainly for probably yeah. for just a few little teary's every you know, yeah every now and then you get a little bit emotional even the, I feel like yeah. the bridesmaids often as well can be the ones oh, who yeah. are getting even more teary than the than the bride or the, or the couple Definitely. themselves and the parents or grandparents in the first couple of rows yeah yeah 
It is my yeah. favorite. I feel like it's a cliche from the movie 27 Dresses, but I do yeah. love seeing, like watching the groom's reaction. Cause I think, you know, yeah. we normally send the bride down the aisle, you know, so we've kind mm. of seen her. I love looking at the, you know, the groom and seeing what, seeing what they look yeah. like. As the, 100%. You know, their partner walks in is always lovely. Yeah, I totally agree. How quick and easy is it to change plans? So if you're say scheduled to get married out in the paddock, um, the weather is looking iffy and you're not really sure how last minute can the change be before you relocate to the chapel or do you want the decision sort of made a day or two before? Generally kind of the day before, um, just yeah. because our outdoor options do require some additional setup. Um, yeah. You know, so we do need to have someone come in to set up all of the chairs and everything in the paddock because they're not mm. always, it's only set up when there is a ceremony there. Um, yeah. And then the garden chapel being outdoors, you know, you do have nature, so you've got some birds and things that like to yeah. kind of make it a little bit messy. So generally right before the ceremony, you know, we give it um, a really good pressure wash, wash down and everything mm -hmm. like that. So generally the day before, um, yep. If a couple, you know, desperately wants to stick it out and, you know, go outdoors, then, you know, if it starts pouring, then of course we're going to quickly run people into the chapel, you know, we can, we yep. can easily do that. Um, the chapel is always, you know, kind of ready That's to go, ready. essentially. Yeah. Um, kind of more the outdoor ones. If you, if you wanted to go the other way, for example, if you'd gone yep. to the chapel and then on the morning you're like, oh, we'd love to be outside that tends to be a bit more difficult. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit challenging. And because you've got a number of people that need to be considered, right? So, you know, coming from my perspective as the celebrant, I bring my PA system or if you've got musicians or what, whatever else yeah. might be going on. Yeah. Yeah, and things like power as well. Um, we've yeah. got power over at the uh, garden chapel mm -hmm. um, and we're working on getting power at the paddock, but at the moment mm -hmm. we have a wireless system that we use. Um, so, yeah. again, something like that, if you have musicians and stuff, most of their equipment will be plugging into power um yep. or you know i know some celebrants do have wireless systems mm -hmm. but you know, have a lot of them that do need to have a power kind of plug in, yeah. plug in so, it's just yeah. nice to have the backup you know i think most of us do have a wireless setup yeah. but you just never know when it's going to cark it to be honest with you <laughs> it is and it is one of those <laughs> it's the most anything technology related is always painful yeah. and we yeah. like to kind of have backups for our backups for our backups you know just in mm -hmm. case something does fail um, then, you know, yep. we've got something else that, that we can fall on. Yeah. Okay. And I guess right now we should probably move on to talking about food. Um, so, you know, canapes, menu options, things like that. I, I assume your menu changes for the seasons. Yeah, we don't change it too regularly. Um, it is seasonal. We generally do it um, kind of twice a year um, yep. just because it is hard to rotate it when you have so many weddings and because we do yeah. have a menu of things. Um, yep. So there's generally, when we change over, the kitchen's kind of running two menus because they'll be running mm -hmm. one for a la carte and then another one for wedding couples. Okay. Um, we do have our menu is the same across our um, restaurant and weddings. Um, yep. So that when you, if you do come into the restaurant, the plating, the size portions, all of that is the same as you'll have it on the wedding day. So you mm. can get a really good idea of what it looks like when you do have your wedding day. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we generally change about twice a year. Um, it stays relatively similar, as in mm -hmm. there's generally like, you know, the same proteins, um, mm. kind of the accompaniments that kind of change. We have a few staples that have been on the menu forever yeah. that I, literally, I just essentially don't let them take off because yeah. <laughs> everyone always has If it works, it works. Exactly, yeah. yeah. If it don't work, don't fix it. Um, yeah. But yeah, we're, we kind of started about food. Um, my family, so it's a family-owned business, um, so my family mm. um, owns it. Um, and we're huge foodies. 
Um, mm. Love food, love wine. That's where it all started. I kind of joked, like we didn't have a hospitality background at all when we bought it. I think yeah. that was literally like, I like wine, let's buy a winery. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and so we do food is super important to us you know there is the and I think it's getting a lot better now but there is kind of that cliche mm. that wedding food is like you know a, a dry piece of chicken and a rubbery piece yeah. of beef so um, <laughs> it was really important to us that we didn't have that um, yeah. and that the food portions are very generous as well so you know the idea mm. of someone running to Macca's after the wedding is like mortifying <laughs> yes absolutely you want people to be full yeah. and you want them to be happy with what they ate because generally exactly. people rolling out that. the door <laughs> yeah um, so we have a few different uh food options so yep. we've got um two options for sit down so there's alternate mm-hmm. drop which is kind of your mm-hmm. standard you know choose your meals 50 50 um yep. we have got a feast option which is a share platter option um which yep. is where you share platters in the middle of the table and people help mm-hmm. themselves from there Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've also got your cocktail style. Um, yep. we do, it's actually funny. The cocktails, I swear we almost have more food than you do for a sit down because oh, yeah. it's at a cocktail wedding, you never get enough food. Um, yep. so there's a, there's a mass amount of food that, that comes out. So yeah, any style is pretty much covered. Um, we also do roving dessert as our, as mm-hmm. our part of our standard package rather than a seated dessert which is okay. essentially small things. There's like salted popcorn macaroons, hot jam donuts, mm. little lemon meringue tartlets. Um, and they're served around kind of like a canapé style. So oh. it's essentially, we did that because by the time you get to dessert, often everyone's up dancing, socializing. Yeah. It's hard to get them to do that. <laughs> and yeah. then they either miss out on dessert or they have to come sit back down again. So this way yeah. they can kind of quickly pop off the dance floor, smash down a hot jam donut and then get back to dancing. So Yeah. I love the sound of that because I think as you were saying, we were noticing a big trend across weddings where people were saying, Oh, nobody ever eats dessert. I'm just not sure if I want to pay for dessert as part of my meal package because yeah, everyone's dancing by then. And then lolly bars went crazy for a few years for that reason as well. Like a help yourself. Yep. So that idea, if you want a nicer dessert, if you, you know, want to step it up a bit from that lolly bar and make sure people yeah. eat it, it's a really good way to go. Definitely. And, you know, they're also um, delicious as well, which is always, yes. always good. We have, um, yeah. the, I swear there's reviews that literally just talk about our hot damn donuts. Yes. Like, it sounds amazing. <laughs> a wedding couple would just be like, book for the donuts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, you know, we started doing it as an option years ago mm. and then it was that pretty much everyone was doing it and it just worked so much better. Yeah. So we just made it part of our standard package um, and then you yeah. can upgrade to seated if you want to. Okay. In terms of when an actual inquiry comes to you, what's the, I don't love the word journey, but it keeps coming up, the customer journey <laughs> from that process of inquiry to making a booking or potentially even planning out the wedding day? Yeah, absolutely. So um, we get inquiries in all different ways, um, probably mm-hmm. predominantly through our website, um, mm-hmm. which is really good because it asks you the questions that we kind of need to know. Um, so yeah. generally, um, how many people you're having, what time of year you're looking at, are probably two mm-hmm. of the key things. Um, yeah. One of the main reasons we like to, to know that information as well is we don't like wasting people's time. So, you know, if someone yeah. has a particular date in mind and then they come out for a site inspection, we're like, oh, sorry, it's not available. Um, you know, then we feel like we have just kind of wasted their time. So yeah. um, a lot comes through the website. Um, a lot of, we run a lot of bridal sites. So things like, um, you know, Easy Weddings, Wedshed, Ivory yep. Tribe, LMA, um, things like that. So we do get a lot of inquiries through there. Um, mm-hmm. And social media as well. We get a lot of people through Instagram. Yeah. Um, you know, getting inquiries through there. 
Um, so generally that comes through, you'll get a response from our wedding team um, and that'll have a copy of our wedding package and a copy of our price list. Um, yep. And that will also say, you know, we'd love for you to come out um, for a site inspection and meet with one of the wedding team. Um, at the moment, obviously things are a little bit different. So we yeah. have um, a virtual <laughs> science inspection tour that we send out. Awesome. Um, which is good, which was good fun to film. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, generally people come out for a visit. Um, it's about 45 minutes. Um, we mm -hmm. do definitely recommend making an appointment. We're generally fully booked on weekends. Mm -hmm. um, so sometimes we can take walk-ins if, you know, we don't happen to have an appointment. Um, mm -hmm. But for, for the most point, it's best to be safe and have an appointment. Um, yeah. Because we're about 45 minutes, we go for a tour around the property. Um, so show you some of the photo locations, show you all the mm -hmm. ceremony options. Um, we like to show the bridal suite or some of the accommodation if there isn't someone in there, <laughs> which yeah. usually weekend there is. Um, yeah. And then we come back into the restaurant and we generally sit down with a cuppa or a glass of wine or one of our beers. Um, and then we run through the package um, and yeah. go through dates and pricing and, and everything like that. Um, yep. We do offer dates on hold for seven days, no obligations. So mm -hmm. if um, a couple finds that they really love a date and they want to put it on hold while they have a think about it or see other venues mm -hmm. or chat suppliers, um, we can put that on hold for them. Um, and then, yeah, if they want to lock it in, it's a $2,000 deposit and some T's and C's and you're all good to go. Love it. And do you have a minimum number requirement? Like you like to see a minimum of 80 guests or 100 guests for each event? It changes depending on what day they're looking at and what season yep. as well. Um, so we break it up into three seasons. We have low season, mm -hmm. mid season and high season. Um, yep. We run weddings Thursday to Sunday, um, although mm -hmm. we have started selling Wednesdays due to COVID because obviously we've had to mm -hmm. reschedule so many weddings. Um, mm -hmm. So we opened up Wednesdays as well for 2021. Um, yeah. And then each of those days have a different minimum requirement. So mm -hmm. it can vary anywhere from 60 to 120 mm -hmm. for a Saturday okay. in um, peak season. What should couples consider before coming to see you guys? Um, I think it's good to have a, a rough idea of at least kind of how many guests you want to have, what time of mm -hmm. year you might be looking at, um, and what kind of style you want to have. Um, mm -hmm. Not only for, you know, it's great for us to know so that we can kind of tailor a package to the couple, but it can be really yep. overwhelming when you first start looking at venues. There's a lot of different options out there. There's a lot of different packages out there. Um, yep. You know, most people haven't been in the wedding industry. So yes. there's a lot of information that can be quite overwhelming. So yep. if you've had a bit of a think about what you kind of want, then I generally find that it's not quite so overwhelming. Um, yep. You know, coming yep. with some tick boxes like, okay, we, we know we want to have accommodation or we want to make sure that we have a good indoor ceremony location. Mm -hmm. um, you know, having a few things that are kind of your must-haves on your list um, yep. are a good thing to have. So as you go to each venue, you can kind of tick it off um, and they all blend into one, honestly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. When you see five in a day, they all kind of merge together. So having yeah. kind of like a so that you can be like, all right, that's right. I liked this here. This one did yep. this. This didn't do that. Um, I think is always kind of helpful to. Yeah. To know. Well, I think as you say, if you've got an idea of style in mind, so you know, winery, for example, um, that's why they're coming to look at you. So then they might be looking at ten wineries. So, like you say, they can all start to blend into one. So yeah, it's a good Definitely. idea to have that list. I do think a lot goes on gut feel as well, though. You know, yeah. you'll kind of know when, you know, when you go down to the nitty gritty, you'll have things like packages and pricing and date availability mm -hmm. and everything like that. But um, I think, you know, when you tend to walk into a place, you'll know whether or not it's for you. Um, yeah. 
know, and whether or not it's kind of the style that you want. So trusting your gut can also be a good thing as well. Yeah, that's come up a couple of times with people that I've been interviewing for this podcast. You know, we've all talked about how your vibe attracts your tribe. And as long as you're choosing supplies you feel good about, your wedding should be the day of your dreams. And I find that pretty much every wedding I do, everyone I work with, the photographer, the venue, et cetera, I get along with because yeah. the couple chose all of us. <laughs> yeah. And it is so, and that's why I recommended supplier lists are so great. You know, you can choose yeah. anyone. We're going to say that you have to choose that person mainly because it is such a personal choice. Um, yeah. You know, these are people that we think are fantastic and that, you know, we work with really well. You know, we know we're going to do an awesome job. Um, mm. You know, but I always say to couples, make sure that you, you know, meet with your supplier at least once. You know, yeah. you need to feel comfortable with them. You need to feel comfortable with your photographer, you know, yeah. otherwise you're going to have really kind of stiff, you know, uncomfortable photos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you need to have someone who you feel relaxed around um, and someone that you can be mm. honest with as, yeah. as well. Yeah, definitely. All very valid points. And what do you find are some of the main questions couples tend to ask you guys? What do you think seems to be a bit of a trend that people want to know? Um, always about the dance floor. We get yeah. lots and lots of questions about the dance floor. Um, and we do have like a huge How big is it? Floor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> essentially um and maximum capacity which i think is such mm. a, an important thing to check out um yep. you know if you're pushing towards someone's end of their max capacity then mm. you do have things like you might compromise the size of your dance floor or mm. you know your guest comfort might be you know compromised slightly so getting idea yep. of whether that venue is a good size for you um mm-hmm. i think is always wise um we get a lot of questions about getting ready on site so getting ready in the bridal suite and things like that yeah so um, convenient definitely um you know yeah. what times they come in and things like that um mm-hmm. exclusive use of the property is another one um definitely have had lots of like cocktails and things like that like people wanting to do yeah. cocktails lately um yeah. and packages people ask about spirits all the time mm-hmm. um and byo is a big one which we don't have a okay. byo life so we don't yep. do that okay um yeah probably Probably the main ones. And then you get some like really cool, funky ones that you've never heard before. And you feel yeah. like it's going to be a fantastic <laughs> wedding. And you're like, I want to do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, tell me about some of those. That is on my list of questions to ask you. Quirky requests, specialist requests, and even, you know, some of the most out there or even best weddings that you've had at the property. It's so hard. I, I've, I've been thinking about it lately. And we're so lucky and we have such beautiful couples. Like I think what you were yeah. saying that you attract the kind of, um, you know, vibe that you give off. And so we're really, you know, we're a family business. We're, you know, we're Mm. pretty relaxed and we're about creating the most stress-free day possible. I, I hate when we have a bride that, um, you know, is, is so anxious about everything and is so stressed about everything that you can't actually see them enjoying Mm. the day and it kind of passes them by. Um, you know, I've been heard of, um, you know, people saying like oh my god I just want it to be over like friends that are getting married and they're like I just want it to be over and you're like that's not how it's meant to be no <laughs> you're enjoying it. it should be fun you should be excited for it yeah. um so you know we do attract really lovely couples um very rarely do we have any that you kind of go oh um there's been some super fun stuff that you know we've had um like Chinese the big like Chinese lion um, oh wow We've had those. Um, we've had Irish dancers. We've had belly yeah. dancers. Um, yeah. Had um, the, the horror is always really really fun. Um, yeah. 
such a good atmosphere. Um, oh golly gosh, we had a we had a like Melbourne Cup theme one one year. Wow. Um, everyone kind of got up in super fancy frocks. That was really fun, and they did um, the where you like like a draw. Have yeah. 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 They're, I don't know. It, it is tricky. I think the ones that I most enjoy are just the ones where you have a super lovely couple who are just super laid back and you just want to create, you know, the best possible day for them. And then when you see them yeah. so happy with everything yeah. that's happened and then yeah. just enjoying it. Um, we did have one couple who were just the sweetest people in the world and they, they booked really close Um and because she was she was pregnant, um, and then they had a miscarriage, um, oh. but they went ahead with the wedding um, on the same date, and it was just it was she was so fun, and they were just so full of energy, and their oh. wedding video is one of the most like my favorite wedding videos because yeah. you can just see they're just so happy and so excited. And that was just kind of all of us in the wedding team were kind of fighting over who was going to get it. We were like, we want yes. to do it. <laughs> it's amazing. We want to do yes. it. We want to do the wedding. Yeah, that um, day was like a silver lining for them, you know, something yeah. they could still celebrate. Yeah. Well, they, we found out that, you know, we send out a bottle of wine to um, mm-hmm. everyone when they confirm their booking. So, you know, they yeah. emailed to say thank you for that. And they were like, it's actually really good timing. You know, we've just found out that we've had a, you know, a miscarriage so we can enjoy the bottle, the bottle of wine. And oh. we were like, that's just like the sweetest thing that you're, yeah. you're going through such heartache right now. And you're emailing us to say thank yes, you for a bottle thanks. of wine. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah there's, there's been some amazing ones that are, they're always mm. good fun. Anything that is yeah. different is always yeah. exciting. You hear kind of yeah. cool, fun, exciting things you haven't heard before. And anything that has a cheese, you know, a cheese tower cake is always great. Oh, yes. I anything do love cheese. cheese cake, I'm all about it. Yeah. <laughs> When I first saw that trend, I was like, why didn't I think of that for my wedding? Seven years ago, I would have gone with the cheese and crackers and dips and everything. Oh, sure. I'm yeah. doing that 100%. <laughs> I will have a cake. Okay. I don't care whether or not my partner wants one. Yeah. <laughs> he can have a normal cake as well if he wants it, but I am having yeah. a cheese towel cake. <laughs> I love it. And at the end of the day, if you're having dessert as well, why not? <laughs> uh, well, towards the end of the night, I always want more nibbles. Like yeah. as I'm dancing and having a few drinks, like I would devour a cheese plate. So yeah. <laughs> I think definitely many of us would. That. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And I think kind of more to your point on, on, I guess what you were saying about some of the best weddings is just where the wedding is true to the couple. And I think a lot of it, we've, I've talked about this with a few suppliers as well. We seem to sort of be coming back to the same theme of kind of trusting in your suppliers a little bit, like, Yes, you do need to know what kind of wedding you want to have, but then it's okay to let go a little bit and let your suppliers provide that for you because trying to control every little thing when sometimes things need to be changed on the fly or whatever it might be, it it can make it too stressful for you to try and create your perfect day. Yeah, and, you know, it is fantastic Mm. when you do have couples who do that. They're like, we trust you, you decide what you think's best, you know, or, you know, what do you think? Um, Mm. And, you know, there's some things that it's kind of like, well, it doesn't really matter what we think. Like, you know, it's your own personal taste and what's going to make it great for you. Um, yeah. But, you know, there are some things like timelines and things like that where, um, you know, a couple might want to do something and you're like, it's just not going to work. Like, it's just not going to, like, I get why you're trying to do that, but it's, it's yeah. just going to make, you know, it's just not going to work properly. Um, yeah. So, yeah, definitely. It's, it's really great. And when you can, like, it's the same again, when you can trust the other suppliers that you're working with. Yeah. To, so you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're like, okay, I don't need to worry about the ceremony. I don't need to worry about if they're going to be back in time for photos or, you know, yeah. we, you know, we know that they're going to be an amazing MC. 
Um, yeah. It's something that you don't have to worry about. Um, mm. And then the couple doesn't have to worry about because they trust that they don't, you, know, you don't want to be thinking about those things on the day. Yeah, absolutely. You want to enjoy the day. <laughs> yeah, we literally say turn your brain off. You know, from the second that you step in on your wedding day, your brain should be off and you should just be focusing on being pampered and having everyone yes. do everything for you. Absolutely. You should not do anything. You should treat yourself. <laughs> so on the flip side of that coin, I suppose, in terms of maybe, I don't want to say worst, but one of your less wonderful events, does anything come to mind or can you think of anything that may damage a wedding, something couples should maybe try and avoid? We did... One comes to mind of a couple who their wedding guests got a bit out of hand um, mm. and they were pretty, pretty rowdy. Um, they, a, a lot of people were kind of cut off and a lot of the suppliers yeah. were starting to feel a bit uncomfortable. Um, and the bride and groom ended up sitting outside by themselves, just like oh. when the bride was crying because she wasn't having fun. Like, you know, it wasn't, yeah. you know people, people weren't there to celebrate them they were yep. there for the party. Yeah, um, the free booze. So, yeah, that, that was yeah. really heartbreaking. That was you know, yeah. super heartbreaking to see. Um, so I guess kind of thinking about your wedding list, and I know how hard it is. Like it's, it's you know, you're trying to please everyone, and if you invite this person, you have to invite that person. Yeah. And then next thing you know, you have a wedding list of 300, and you don't yeah. even like 100 of them. Um, yeah. So I guess kind of, you know, trying to figure out, what you really want in that day and yeah. then making sure that that happens and not yeah. letting other people's thoughts kind of influence it too yeah. much. You know, I've had, we had a couple who had to cancel because they booked. Um, and then like six months later, the mother was like, Oh no, well I'm inviting a hundred of my friends oh, and so they had to cancel because it was, it was outside of our max capacity. So Oh, wow. like, we have to find another venue <laughs> to, to fit that. So, yeah. And so we do yeah. try and say, and it's actually hilarious when my mum does site inspections, you know, when she yeah. has a bride that's like really worried and you're trying to find, oh, this date doesn't work for that person and this date. And my mum is a pretty straight shooter and she just kind of leans over <laughs> and she goes, darling, it's not about what they want. It's your no. wedding day. Absolutely. Yes, I you love it. Do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it is good because you do kind of get them going. Oh, you know, yeah, I guess. Yeah. And we do sometimes say, "Well, like, blame the venue. Tell them that you have a max capacity of this amount, and so you can't invite yeah. them because we yeah, can't." I've fit done them. that too. Yeah, I'll be like, I'll be the bad guy. I'll say yeah. whatever you want me to say at the start of the ceremony. You know, I'll try and wrangle drunk Uncle Jim or whoever it is. Like, I, you know, we do what we can to help out. We can be the bad guy yeah. for the day. We don't Absolutely. have to see them again. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're not coming oh. back. There aren't that many, you know, even when we have massive thunderstorms or crazy things like mm. that, you know, like if the, if the couple just want to have fun, you know, we, you make it work and you make yeah. it great. But yeah, yeah. that was probably the most heartbreaking one when, yeah. you know, a guest does something that really mm. ruins it for the couple. That's yeah. when you, know, you have to get quite protective, really. Like we yeah. had all of our staff were kind of just getting quite angry. Like, you know, how, how dare you? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this poor yeah. couple, just calm yourselves down and let them have fun. You have a little less fun and let them have some more fun. <laughs> It's an honour and a privilege to be invited to witness somebody say their vows and then to celebrate their love with them at the reception. That's a privilege to be invited yeah. to do that. 
people can take advantage of it. It's very sad. I think, yeah, but thankfully not too often, you know, more often than yeah. not, we absolutely have, you know, wonderful people who are just, you know, such beautiful, such beautiful guests as well. We really don't get that yeah. many, you know, even guests that are kind of a bit wacky. So yeah, that's good. I, I always say that we're lucky, but I think that you are right, that we do attract, you know, yeah. that kind of couple. It's nice. Most, most weddings yeah. are lovely. Our team love what they're doing, what they're doing. Like you can't work yeah. in the wedding industry if you don't love it. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Um, and I think also to that point of things that can damage a wedding, I mean, it's like everybody's got an opinion. I remember when I was planning my wedding and this was seven years ago, but everybody had an opinion on something, aunties, uncles, parents, friends, friends of friends, second cousins, everybody that you would speak to would have an opinion on how it should be done, where it should be done, when it should be done, what you should eat, what you should wear. And most people have, all the best intentions of trying to give you this yeah. advice, but there's the odd one that's trying to push their agenda, invite their yeah. friends or whatever it might be. So yeah, I think it's important that couples make sure they know what they're being given. Are they being given good intentions or are they being given somebody else's opinion? Yeah, definitely. And I think that, you know, I've heard as well that happening through COVID a lot as well, you know, people yeah. kind of like, Again, it's good intentions, but being like, okay, well, what's yeah. happening with your wedding? Like, are you postponing? Like, when are you going to be moving to? Like, you should do yeah. this, you should do that. And Can we still come? Like, <laughs> I want people to stop talking to me about it, honestly. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to talk to everyone about it. We'll let them know when we, you know, have a plan made. Yeah. Um, you know, but it can, yeah, it can get really overwhelming when you have so many people mm. kind of piping in and giving you different, you know, contradictory opinions yeah um, so you do I feel like that's where you know you do need to have someone who can kind of not necessarily even be yourself but you know maybe a friend who is like all right like you need to yeah <laughs> you need to back off back up. Like, yeah <laughs> leave them alone <laughs> yeah yeah and that's a beautiful segue too I did want to touch a little bit on COVID um just in terms of it is I think that there's going to be a lot of good come out of it in terms of how the industry is evolving as a result um, yep. you know, catering more to those intimate kind of weddings and events and people are considering more intimate events. Do you think you're finding that's going to become a bit more of an emerging trend? I don't know. I, I, I can see it going both ways and yeah. because couples are so different. And what we found so early on is that there is no one size fits all at no. all. <laughs> and you know, that does kind of make it difficult as a supplier because you know you don't have a standard email response that you just said to you know send no. to everyone like you know <laughs> each situation is different and has different needs mm. and the couples want different things um so i think that it can go either way that we you know we've got couples who are like we don't care we're getting married no matter what you know yeah. we're gonna if we have to make it small we're gonna have it small um mm. you know whereas you have other couples who are like no look we really want to have this kind of you know this is what we want or you know we really want to be able to have a dance floor or um you know things like that so yeah i think it can be two ways that people would go oh i'm just gonna have a, an intimate one or it could be like mm. oh my god i can finally see people i want to invite every person that i know yeah <laughs> <laughs> because i just want to be able to see everyone and have a big party because we've missed out on it for so long so yeah i think no, you're go, right. yeah i think you can go either way um mm. but definitely you know being adaptable 
and fitting in with what we can do. Um, so yeah. we created, we have a, a standard intimate wedding package, which like I was saying mm-hmm. before, generally goes from kind of like 11 till 2.30. Um, mm-hmm. But we created another one specifically for couples affected by COVID, um, mm-hmm. which is in the afternoon. So they can still kind of have, you know, some sunset photos, have the ceremony time yeah. if they wanted. Um, but it's a shorter and cheaper package as well, because obviously, mm-hmm. um, you know, people have been hit incredibly financially hard <laughs> yeah. through all of this. Um, you know, so maybe they do just want to do something smaller and, and more mm. relaxed. Um, couple couples are doing both. We've got couples who are having a small yeah. intimate wedding on their original date and then another big mm-hmm. party. Um, mm-hmm. at a later date as well so yeah there's definitely no one size fits all it you know each and no. every couple is different and it's kind of asking that question which I ask in site inspections every time I do a site mm. inspection I say you know what's most important to you for the day you know what's a big mm. box that needs to be ticked off um yeah and a lot of people haven't really thought about it before and they kind of no. go, oh I don't really know um yeah. we or, got engaged and so now we just want to have a wedding right yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get married yeah um, it kind of gets them to think about it. And that's what I guess what people mm. are doing now. They're thinking about yeah. what's most important for them. And that's what we've said, you know, picture mm. your wedding day and what is it that you're going to look back and be really disappointed if you couldn't have this or if you couldn't yeah. have that. Um, but, you know, being completely honest at the same time, it's a balance as well. Like, you know, as a business, we've obviously been hit, mm. you know, obscenely yeah. hard like the rest of the industry. And so yeah. it's kind of also finding that middle ground of, you know, we can't just give you absolutely everything you want at all costs yeah. to us, you know, yeah. we have a business that we need to keep running and that involves, you know, like 50 staff that we have to be able to, you know, keep giving work yeah. to and things like that. So it's been kind of, and our couples again, you know, they've all been so lovely and mm. um, so supportive. Like, you know, we have a, we have a cellar door as well and so yeah. many couples, Signed up to the wine club, you know, being like, we want to support you however we can. Oh, that's and beautiful. Things like that. So it's um, it's been you know supporting each other through it all. Yeah. I guess. Um, yeah. And you know that's been really lovely when you have a day that's really hard and it's been an emotional mm. day and a busy day and you're just really exhausted. You know those things like a couple emailing saying you know we're thinking of you. Um, you yeah. Know, you're hanging in there and things like that. Like, you know, or thank you so much for everything that you're doing. Like those little things yeah. make it that you do kind of go, all right, like, I'll yeah. get up again and I'll do it again tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I don't think I know a single person that hasn't been affected by what COVID yeah. has done and what 2020 has done to all of us. <laughs> Um, I like wipe it out. I'm done with yeah, 2020. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready to get fast forward to Christmas and, you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think you're right. It's probably going to go both ways. I think, uh, I think COVID has given a lot of couples an opportunity to reassess what they really want and, oh, maybe I don't want 200 people. Maybe I do just want to marry the person I love with my nearest yeah. and dearest. And whereas for others, they're like, no, let's postpone. We want to do the big event. And that's great. It's given people an opportunity to really assess what they truly want. Um, yeah. And yeah, we can, you can blame COVID. COVID can be the bad guy. Sorry, I can't invite <laughs> 100 people to my wedding. COVID's fault. There's, there's no wrong answer, you know, because no. like you're saying, it's the couple's wedding day. You yeah. know, it's not everyone else's wedding day. It's not our wedding yeah. day, um, you know, so we're going to do what's going to make them happy at the yeah. end of the day. Um, so, you know, for us to be able to kind of do that, I guess they need to figure out what's going to make them happy as well. Yeah. Um, and having contingency plans as well. That's something that we kind of said early on, like, yes, you know, especially around guest number restrictions and stuff like that. Be like, yep. okay, so 
if you can have 50, do you want to go ahead? If you can have this many, do you go ahead? You know, yeah. so the, we found that that was super helpful because mm. even though there was so much unknown, they knew what they were going to do in each scenario that could have been brought yeah. forward. So when that happened and you had an announcement, you know, say Daniel Andrews came out and was like, nope, we're only doing weddings for 20. It wasn't mm-hmm. that the emotions all tied to that and trying to figure out what you were going to do. Like, yeah. you know, go, okay, well, I have an answer now. This is what we're going to do for that situation. Yeah. Um, so I think that worked really well as well yeah. and kind of helped, you know, couples to be able to kind of take a breath and be like, all right, yeah. well, we have a plan at least. Yeah, yeah. So for each scenario, we know how we want to move forward. That's a really good idea. Yeah. I like it. Okay. When it comes to the end of the event, do you find that most people are utilising the accommodation or that most seem to be going home or a mixed bag? What sort of happens mixed there? Bag depending on the wedding, of course, um, like mm. the size of the wedding. Um, we do definitely have our, like most of the accommodation rooms get booked out. Mm. Um, like I said as well, they're welcome to carry on the party back at the accommodation. Um, yep. So you generally find though, it's never like the whole wedding goes over there. It's yeah, generally okay. kind of like the, the closer family, the really close friends, mm. things like that kind of hang around. Um, and then other people will kind of leave. Um, yep. We also have breakfast the next morning as well. Um, yep. back in the restaurant with the accommodation. So um, everyone comes back in the morning. Um, if you have guests that are staying off-site, then they're welcome to come back as well. Um, mm-hmm. So they get to have a nice kind of big, you know, um, meeting again in the yeah. morning. Nice. There's always someone it's who's such like a really nice big. way. Yeah, yeah, it's a beautiful it's way to, to close kind of it out. out. Yeah, yeah, to reflect yeah. on the night that was and, yeah. Yeah, and so many people, you know, and some people still do, you know, they go, oh, we're having a barbecue at our place or something like that mm-hmm. or, you know, we're doing this, we're doing that. And you can kind of tell a lot of the time in the morning they regret it. They're like, yeah. why did this something else? <laughs> like, we are so yeah. tired. Yeah, now we've got to cook and clean up. No. Exactly. So, you know, being there for breakfast, you know, you get to kind of have that, like you'd have if you went back mm. to someone's house, you get to have that kind of like, you know, clothes off and like you yeah. said, you know, thinking about the day and thinking yeah. back, but then you get to your home and just fall into bed. <laughs> yeah. You know, do you remember when grandma did the splits on the dance floor? <laughs> <laughs> what did this person disappear to <laughs> yeah that always happens doesn't it someone always disappears at a wedding <laughs> yeah and there is and like you just find the most random things sometimes like some of the yeah. most random you'll find one shoe left in the accommodation yeah. <laughs> like or we um we don't set up or pack down lawn games just because mm-hmm. like we find giant jenga pieces in the weirdest places like yeah. so many in the lake and like oh. so many like in you know in between a random row of vines that you're like why are you even there like you had to walk like a really long way yeah to get there um but yeah yeah yeah, that's part of the fun yeah it's all part of the fun that's right um any just general advice thoughts tips for couples coming from the perspective of a venue an all-inclusive venue i should add you guys offer so many (laughs) services (laughs) um I think the big one is just like we've spoken about figuring out what you want. Mm. Um, that is so important and, and what's most important and what you're kind of happy mm. to, to sacrifice and what you're not. Yeah. Um, I do also think it is really important to figure out some kind of budget as well. You know, things yeah. can get blown out so quickly. Um, yeah. So, you know, and, and we don't want to put that stress on someone either. You know, like I said, we, we want the couple to have the best day possible. And if that's not with us, then we really want them to find that venue that's perfect for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so having a bit of a budget in mind is always great as well. Yeah. Um, 
thinking about what you're happy to be flexible with and what you're not. So, you know, some yeah. people are like, we have to have a Saturday, you know, for these yeah. reasons, you know, guests coming internationally or interstate. So like, you know, we, we definitely want to have a Saturday. Otherwise, I guess the big one would be, I always suggest the couples have everything done at least the day before or yeah. like the day before the day before. Yeah. So the, <laughs> on the day before they can relax, everything's done. And then on the yeah. day they're not worrying about anything. Um, yeah. Personally, I would definitely want a venue that does set everything up. Um, yeah. That's just, you know, and you do have some couples who are like, no, I want to do it. Like I want to, I'm going to have fun doing it. it or yeah. I, you know, I want it a, a very certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that at least to have the option, like the yeah. idea of having to set all of that stuff up on the day, I think is just more stress than you need. Yeah. I completely so I think agree. Having, yeah, having a venue and having suppliers, you know, yeah. that will come and set everything up for you um, yeah. is definitely a good one. Yeah. I mean, some people love the DIY wedding and they love going in and setting it up the day before or even the day of or whatever. Yeah. Personally, that's not me. I'm not a DIYer. I'm not overly crafty or anything like that. <laughs> me um, neither. And I, I think it is, um, it is worth thinking about before you jump into it. Like we have got a lot of, yeah. I know a lot of, I've got friends and I know a lot of couples who have been mm. like, we were going to do DIY because we were like, mm. oh, we just want it to be easy. And then we realized that more or often cheaper, than not, you think it's going to be cheaper. And it's yeah. not. No, <laughs> a lot it's of really not. <laughs> it's a lot of work. Um, yeah. When, you know, usually you, you haven't done it before. You yeah. Know? You, so you don't really know how much work it is until you kind of do mm. that. Like we say that with, you know, staff as well. Like anyone who's, who hasn't worked in the wedding industry before who wants to get in. I think that's mm. actually, you know, it's so romantic and everything mm. like that. We're like, yeah, it's wonderful. It's really fun. You know, it's really fulfilling. It's also a lot of carrying really heavy tables and moving yeah. a lot of chairs around and setting You're a lot going of to sweat. <laughs> yep, and running a lot around 49 yeah. acres of property. <laughs> you know, Absolutely. so you need to, yeah, you need to be realistic with what mm. it does actually involve. Yeah. And if you've never decorated an event before at all, you don't necessarily have the full picture. You're not necessarily thinking about centerpieces and this wall needs this and that wall needs that. And you're not necessarily aware of it all. And if you've never decorated that venue before, you don't know all the nuances of that venue. So yeah. yeah. And that is where your suppliers, like, um, you know, things like florists, Mm. um, they, you know, you've got them where they like the couple's like, I want this. And they go, okay, well, that's not really going to work because you want feast. And so there's not that much space on the yeah. table to put down what you want to put down. Yeah. Um, you know, or that's going to be way too much for this venue or mm. it's going to be looking pretty, you know, um, it's not going to be looking, you know, very full in this venue. Mm. So again, working with suppliers that, you know, um, yeah. and, you know, going to the ceremony as well, you know, mm. we send the bride down the aisle. So knowing each other's cues and being like, yeah, yeah we're good to go. Um, <laughs> you know, if you don't have that awkward, like, oh, sorry, are we going? Like, are we about to start? Or like, yeah. you know, standing, but the music doesn't start for five minutes <laughs> yep. and things like that. So yeah, yep. there's a, there's a lot of detail. Yeah, there's a lot to think about. Yeah. And I think that sort of DIY kind of thing works for some venues where they are a bit more of a blank canvas, but in other situations, the venue can also speak for itself. You know, you've got that beautiful property with the vineyard and all of that going on. Like we don't need to over decorate that on top of what you've already got happening. 
I think that's what people like as well, that you don't need mm. to have too, like you can go very, very basic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, you, of course you'll see, you know, you can see photos with everything like super done up and, you know, yeah. some of these absolutely incredible, oh my God, some of the flower arrangements that are happening at the moment oh. are just like insane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, amazing. Um, you know, but you can also tone it back. And that's, again, what's mm. most important for you. You know, for some people, mm. it's photos and what the venue looks like. Um, you mm-hmm. know, for some people, it's purely about the food. Or for some mm. people, it's purely about the band. You know, everyone will have different things that they is most important to them. So making yeah. sure that um, not just the venue, but all of your suppliers can yeah. support you and make that happen. Yeah. Yeah, I think that probably is the number one best piece of advice for all couples planning a wedding. Before you start, really think about what is most important to you, what's negotiable and what's non-negotiable before you speak to any suppliers or venues or photographers or anything because it's going to have a big impact on who you choose and how you plan it. Definitely. And also, like, you know, another one that we ask on side of, you know, what what is a must-have, what do you Mm. really not yeah, you know, is there anything that you went to a wedding and you were like, "Oh my god, I hate this." And you know, yeah. a big one that we have, and a big reason why I think people love having everything on one site is mm. I don't think it happens as much these days. But the idea of having like a twelve o'clock ceremony and then you don't have any food, or there's at another venue it starts at like five, and so yeah. you've got this massive break in between. Um, Where do you go? <laughs> yeah, what do you do? Yeah. <laughs> What's happening? And you know, actually, that's probably definitely a very popular question is what are they going to do yeah. while we're getting photos um yeah. and so that's where you do have things like um you know welcome cocktails and grazing mm. tables lawn games and gelati carts and yeah. stuff like that um that you can kind of suggest and then also you know we generally recommend a four o'clock ceremony um mm-hmm. because it generally has it's enough time, time to get photos but you're not having so much time before the reception starts that your guests are like <laughs> Yeah, it's, you're taking into account the lighting, the sun going down. So the photographer wants enough light, but at the same time wants the sun to start going down towards the end. You celebrate yeah. these lights through the ceremony. The venue wants to make sure everybody's coming into the reception as the sun goes down. Like, yeah, so many things play a part that four o'clock just sits really nicely, doesn't it? Yeah. And you do want to as well, like, you don't want to overwhelm a couple with all of the reasons why you do something a certain way. Yeah. Like, yeah it's, it's, but... The general rule of thumb is we don't do something or if we do something a certain way, it's for a reason. For a lot of reasons, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like we don't allow um, sparklers, which Mm -hmm. I I hate because I do love sparklers. Um, Oh, they look great in photos. Yeah, they look beautiful. Mm. But I had so many incident reports coming through. Like Mm. I've had serious burns. We've had um, hair catching fire. We've had the wedding dress getting singed. Oh, no. Um, like we've had like especially in summer and things like that like people just throw mm. them into the gardens and so we have like little spot fires in the gardens like yeah. you know there's there's generally a reason if we don't do something like we yeah. don't really say no for the for the sake of it it's kind of yeah like, yeah we just can't be bothered yeah <laughs> no, i just don't really like it it's not to my taste you know yeah <laughs> when you explain it though it's generally like you know we've had we don't put candles on the ground and people are like, oh, but it looks so pretty. And we're like, yeah, we also had a flower girl catch fire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and think about so, the, the train on some wedding dresses as well. Like, yeah, it's just, it's not worth the risk, guys. <laughs> yeah. And, but, you know, and but they shouldn't be thinking about that. You know, no, that's not something that's you right. should be worrying about. And that's what you do yeah. have girls and for. Um, yeah. You know, I remember a celebrant actually having a great one where she was like, 
when you have um, a couple that is like, no, nah, I'll memorize my vows. I'm not going to forget them. I've got them down pat. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need any notes. No, you <laughs> and do. And going, oh, I'm going to bring along a copy just to, you know, just yeah, to be just on the case. safe side. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, it's really a good idea to have it written down somewhere with someone. Yeah, yeah. No, that's all awesome advice. Do you have anything else you would like to add or talk about before we end the chat? Not really. I guess just if there are any couples watching who have been through COVID, like it's, yeah. it's going to be okay. It's going to, yeah. it might not be when you planned it or how you planned it, but you know, know that your suppliers will be doing absolutely everything humanly mm. possible to make it, it, you know, as amazing for you as possible. Yeah. Um, you know, there might be some slight differences, but it's going to happen. You're going to get there. Yeah. Hang in there. Um, yeah. You know, and same thing to suppliers as well. You know, we're all mm. in the same boat and we're all going to get through it together. Um, yeah. You know, and it's going to bring on 2021. Bring on yes. next season. It's I completely agree. <laughs> <laughs> 2021 is our year, guys. <laughs> Absolutely. And then it's going to be like, maybe we get through to, we're like 2022. Like 2022 yeah. was the yeah, so nice ring to it that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so uh, much for having me. It's been great. Fun. You're so welcome. Yeah, you've been heaps of fun. I really appreciate it. And hopefully, someday soon, I will get to come out and do a wedding at Immerse. It sounds perfect. Yes, definitely. <laughs> come out, have a drink, come hang out. Yeah. Check out the be fun. Well, how can people find you? We should talk about that. <laughs> Um, so our website is www.immerse.com.au. Gonna keep it like to keep it nice and simple. Um, yep. and we've got you can like make bookings through there and things like that. All of our opening times are through there. Um, otherwise, you can give us a call. Um, our phones are down at the moment just with COVID and juggling phones has been difficult. Um, yeah. But email as well. Um, our wedding team. Um, that is actually probably a point of difference for us as well. Um, we don't have one just one coordinator. We have a whole wedding team. Um, yeah. and so you've got a massive safety net, you know, your wedding isn't pegged on one person. If that person's sick or goes on holidays or changes yeah. jobs, you know, there's a whole wedding yeah. team that's got your back. Um, yeah, that's so that's awesome. just weddingthemurse.com.au. Um, <laughs> so email through there or just pop out and see us, you know, yeah. we're going to have some live music and stuff like that going on with probably some outdoor dining and stuff for the rest of the year. So amazing. That's what I'm hoping yes. for. Give us, oh, come give on, us Melbourne. Yeah, turn it on, Melbourne. We need it. We need it. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, well, look, I'll let you go so you can enjoy the rest of your day. But, yeah, thank you so much again for your time. Really appreciate it. And I'll make sure that I link all of your contact information in the episode description. Um, so, yeah, thank you. Wonderful. Just... All right, thanks, Heidi. As always, I hope you enjoyed that episode of the Effortless Weddings podcast. Give the Instagram at Effortless Weddings a follow. This is where I promote upcoming episodes and also ask you for your feedback on who you want to hear from, what information you need to know, and what areas you might need a hand with. If you happen to have some positive things to say and might like to encourage others to join the tribe, give us a little review on your preferred podcast streaming service. And to keep hearing more great wedding advice from some of the best in the industry, Hit subscribe and get notified each week as new episodes drop. Once again, my name is Heidi. And if you have any questions, ideas for an episode, or even want to share your wedding planning stories, feel free to get in contact. Thanks again for listening. 
Keep doing happy dances. And remember that life is always better when sprinkled with cheesy love stuff.